Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. This is episode is likely to be a little bit melancholy given the results uh, we've experienced recently and chewing the fat uh, over those results. In the studio we have firstly co-host James Longman. Hello. Are you well? Yeah, I'm very well. Excellent. And joining him in the studio, we've got a Knees Up Mother Brown legend. He is, <laughs> he, no man epitomises Knees Up Mother Brown quite like this man, Gordon Thrower. Welcome back. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I'm not sure I can live up to that uh, well, billing, but... Is this, that, a, that is this a hat trick? This is a hat uh, trick? It is, yeah. Do I get a ball? Um, I think you are now the appearance leader. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Graham's been on a few more times, hasn't he? Uh, uh, we oh, don't count as We don't count as <laughs> <laughs> They have a timeless quality to them. We, yeah. uh, we don't He's like a wizard in Wizard of Oz <laughs> when, you, when you pull back the screen. Sorry, really boss, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so... What we're going to talk about this episode? Well, we need to we need to sort this out. None of us are leaving until we sort it out. Fulham three nil, good result. After that, Palace away one nil, terrible. Then Liverpool away, capitulation four one. Uh, Nolan sending off. He's becoming a bit of a scapegoat. Big Sam, does he have to go? What are the re- what are the options? Um, West Ham fans has been a good thread on these about the Brown in uh, in recent uh, days. Uh, can you imagine if we were good? West Ham fans seem to delight in misery. Uh, in other news, we'll be talking about Christian Montano, who's a, who's banging trouble with the law. Um, and then finally, we'll end on some predictions. So that's how this show will sound. Let's deal with a little bit of feedback, though. In the meantime, so we've had something from the Lone Hammer. Strangely, uh, our depression cheered him up a bit. <laughs> Which is nice, isn't it? I don't know how that works. Show, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how that works. A bit of karma or something. I thought I was quite upbeat. Yeah. I think your, your anger was quite funny in the last episode. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, Korea Hammer. The positivity and humour of the presenters makes this such a good listen. See, there you go. Hang, yeah. a second. Hang on a second. Either you're depressed or you're positive. <laughs> well, I well, Lone yeah. Hammer and Korea Hammer should meet. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and balance, each out. <laughs> balance each other out. Uh, <laughs> Hammer was talking about, I don't know, country file or something. Yeah. <laughs> he must be watching. Yeah, was he talking about us? He was talking about us, yeah, wasn't he? I'm pretty certain. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. Positivity and humour, Gordon. That's that's the bar we set. Right. Okay. Um, so we say bar. <laughs> Pocket Pardew. Am I the only one who pictures Josh Widdicombe and that chubby one-legged bloke from the Last Stand as I listen? Not sure why I do, but just do. Incredible. So essentially. I'm Josh, you're the chubby, the no, chubby how one. No, how do you know that? Well, because obviously you're the chubby one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that I, what I like about Pocket Podge's point is that he's confusing uh, Adam Hills and he's, he's merging two disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> so he's merging Adam Hills and, right. uh, and Alex Brooker because one's right. got... Uh, one leg and one's uh, slightly chubby. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just wanted to clear that up. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a good job that this recording equipment is so uh, uh, spectacularly good. Otherwise, um, you know, be worried about him mixing some doubt for Stephen Hawking. Well, that could easily happen. Um, a big shout out to... Our international listeners. Our international listeners. So I asked so, who else was out there. We've got quite a few, actually. We've yeah. got... Um, Turgo, yeah, we've got Turgo in the states who uh, who he drops us an email every time. Very nice man. Uh, and we also got uh, Redder sixty four listens in Oz. So shout out to you, Redder sixty four, Rich Neil in Canada. Thank you for listening. And Cockney Hammer in East Ham. A big shout out to you. The furthest one away. <laughs> the furthest one. Anyway, only one's uh, a legend. I think Cockney Hammer probably yeah, qualifies rather than me. But. He's definitely up there. So if you want to shout out and you live somewhere exotic, maybe Qatar. We don't think we've got any Qatari listeners. That'd be nice. <laughs> give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout out. That's how we work on this um right small talk out of the way let's get on with the fulham result three nil cracking result 
Um, we thought the tide had turned, Gordon. And but on the day we were fantastic, right? Yeah, I mean we played well. It was a little bit of a nervy start, as I recall, because it seems so long ago now, doesn't it? After yeah, the team yeah. Does. But, um, yeah, a bit nervy to start off with. The goal settled things down, um, and it, but it was one of those games that you could see us, like, you know, dominating from start to finish, and somehow throwing uh, away. Throwing away. So mm. the. the, the the, the, the involvement of the subs in the goals was um, more than welcome. Um, uh, to take a, take a slight hat off to uh, uh, Mr. Maiga, who um, mm. uh, <laughs> must be a bit galling. He'd run his legs off and didn't have half a bad game considering um, uh, the season he's had so far. And then, yeah, he walks off and two seconds later, Cole scores with his second touch. I mean, yeah, amazing. Uh, <laughs> James, great to see Cole get on the score sheet. Yes, of course it is. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah, it was a. It was a before we get into the negativity of stuff, it was um, a substitutions at the right time. I thought people would get. I remember at the time people were going, "Oh, Morrison's on the bench." I don't know why. I think, and we'll in fact we'll find out in the coming weeks. But I think he come when he comes on, uh, he's more of an impact player than he is at the minute playing ninety minutes. I think he tires after forty-five. Personally, I know I'll probably get a lot of abuse for that, yeah. but I'm excited to see him in a different role that you'll get no now no loans off. Um, but I thought Allardyce played it right, and uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to remember he's only what three and a half young. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure on him. He's only a cool, <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see him sort of knackered at the end of the season because um, I mean, at the moment though, he's, he's he's one of very few options that we got anywhere. Yeah, and um, I mean, I guess Liverpool had a certain a similar thing a couple of years ago with um, the lad Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> it was um, when they had no strikers at one point. When yeah. they they'd, they'd given Carroll to us, and then um, Fulham they went and banging on Fulham's door for Dempsey. They'd been tapping up all summer, and um, Fulham quite amusingly turned around and said, "Oh, you just missed him on his way to Tottenham." Um, but um, so that they did really didn't have much in the way of strikers. So they had to start off with Sterling, who was I think seventeen at the time, and um, talented player, but. Sort of come Christmas, he was looking absolutely knackered, mm. and um, <laughs> I guess Morrison's a bit older. I can't remember how old he is now, but I think um, he's like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, yeah well, um, we'll look that one up. But, um, <laughs> as I say, it, it, you don't want to see people sort of burnt out, but then at the moment needs must, I suppose. Mm. Um, and it's there's, there's a fine line, and um, uh, yeah, having him sub and having him come on as a, with that impact was. Um, Perfect. Of course, it helped that he came when it was Fulham. They were playing, who were, were pretty dreadful, has to be said. Yeah, and, and that, I think that was the kind of apex of their <clears throat> awfulness, wasn't it? Really, because yeah. you got sacked. Really, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, yeah, and, 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 yeah, Andy, Dunn. Andy Dunn. What did he say? He said, uh, "Back from Upton Park. That was the worst performance I've seen since I last saw Fulham play at Anfield. Hard to see how Joel survives." So. You know, he was right. I actually yeah. went to the post-match press conference um, after the Fulham game, and um, it, it was it was a harrowing experience. Um, Joel was um, had that dead sort of dead, yeah, dead look in his eyes. Um, I mean, I think the first question it was something like, "You know, are the players still trying for you, or something like that?" And there was a long, long pause before he came out with, "I think so." And, wow, um, and it it's was. Um, I mean, you had obviously the mass ranks of the Sunday papers there, which every other question was like, you know, how long do you think you got? Uh, you're going to resign, and yeah. every other question was about his job. And um, 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I go to these press conferences week in, week out, and there are some managers who um, I would dearly love to see in that position. And, yeah, you know, might amuse the hell out of me. Joel, really, I just genuinely felt sorry for the poor bloke. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Mignon. We yeah. kind of, so, we, we almost <laughs> had him, didn't we? Didn't we all? Yeah, almost I'm sure he was rumoured at one point. Wasn't it a whole... In that January when we still had Grant and we tr- we toyed with some managers, yeah. was it Martin O'Neill Martin and Martin Yell? Yeah. Uh, various stories about Martin O'Neill not being mm. very impressed with the way we handled uh, trying to um, lure him to the bowling. And um, uh, but uh, I think yeah, I think Yell may have been one. There were a number of names banded around that. Mm. In the end, yeah. none of them got relegated. Really um, so I mean, in in the context of everything that happened after. Um, they looked like a good result from our point of view, but obviously that was full and bottoming out. Um, because straight after that, we had Palace away. Palace in the relegation zone at the time. I think they were second from bottom. And Gordon, we go and we lose 1 0. And who scores? Maran Shamak. My man. James Longman's favourite player. <laughs> and um, uh, my colleague, Preview Percy, called that one, stuck Shamak in as a danger man. I think he said something along the lines of, uh, let's face it, when a, when a player's that useless yeah. ba- and, yeah. and they've played for us, they're about to score. And he was right, yeah. unfortunately. Absolutely bang. Um, I came uh, came off the back of that game very very annoyed with the uh, the officials, uh, as I often do. I mean, people often say oh, I've always got it in for officials, but um, uh, that disallowed goal um, that was an mm. absolute shocker of a decision. Frustrating, um, and, um, and it, it's got to the stage now. I think with, I mean Palace is a case in point that matches you stand more chance of a match being decided by a, a, a wrong refereeing decision. Mm. Than you do from you know, the relative merits of yeah. the, the teams involved, and yeah. um, it's it, it is galling, and you know you get the people sort of defending them. Well, it's a hard job, and yeah, well that's all the reason why it should be done by people who are assessed properly. Yeah. And um, <laughs> don't get me mm. wrong, um, James, <laughs> is the referee masking a bad performance? You know, were we unlucky, or was it just a bad performance? I think we were we were all right for. Until the goal, weren't we? Yeah. We were right until the goal. It's a recurring theme. The scoreline masked the fact that we were on top of pretty much the whole game. Liverpool again, I know we're talking a moment, but all right until the goal. Mm. Uh, Mm. All right until the goal. And it was such a poor goal to let in. defending as well. Yeah, and we seem to do it. There's been a lot of incidents that we speak about a lot on here of us giving the ball away right in front of our penalty area yeah. and we did it again against Palace and we did it again against Liverpool yeah. and we've done it in the last few weeks we co- yeah, constantly give it away right in I mean, front of our area yeah. and when we should have cleared it or we should have you know it seems so it's basic I, we could talk about this at any point, but is it Winston Reed's loss? Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's a massive loss, isn't it? For us? We've got Winston. We've lost Winston Reed at the back and Andy Carroll up front, and we look directionless. Yeah. And I don't think that's Big Sam's fault. Mm. I mean, you can't you can't legislate for those kind of injuries. I mean, you know, I've, I've probably said this a million times before, but um, the improvement in Reed since he first joined us is is just absolutely um, stunning I mean yeah, I saw hammer, uh, K&B Hammer of the Year two well, years and, in and, and the, the general Hammer of mm. the Year as well um, yeah I can remember seeing him play against um, I was, there was a game against West Brom away and it was um, you know <laughs> he just looked at that and thought this guy's a professional footballer and you know mm. think he, this was you know, very early on in his, his career I think he made his debut and they stuck him at right back against Villa yeah. and um, it was another game that he had a poor one and then he kind of drifted in and uh, he wasn't a, a first choice mm. 
Um, and but, but I've noticed he's injured now. Yeah. But his um his 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 rehab is being done on a beach. Have you seen his Twitter? He's tweet he's tweeting that he's on a beach. He's, he's like tweeting by the pool. He's like session two, session three. My aquarobics. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'll have one of my dogs rock and swipe speech. Can you send me away on a beat? <laughs> Don't um, send any pictures there, Gordon. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Uh, um, but as I say, I mean, you, 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 with with Reed, I mean, we got relegated and... Um, it was a make it, it was, you know... I, I, I was surprised when um, he started becoming first pick and, um, uh, you know, he went through the season. He had a fantastic season. So I thought, well, OK, there's, there's two possible elements here or a combination of the two one is he's getting a regular mm. game and um, as a result of that he's obviously going to improve mm. anyway and secondly we're obviously in the second tier yeah so he's so, not met his match yeah um, you know, maybe that's his level And um, but then the first season back at the, mm. the top flight again he was absolutely amazing so um, yeah um, it, it can be done so yeah that improvement can happen yeah. Yeah. I mean but, you build from and, and when you've got somebody that, that good um, you know you, you take him take him out of the side um, and you've got yeah, Collins and Tompkins now both have their sort of attributes but both either or both need you know read alongside them to mm, yeah to kind of ground them up, and, yeah, yeah, and sort clear them up out. after sort of thing I mean, yeah, yeah I'd agree with that well you build from the back don't you and yeah. Reed and Tompkins have just got a lovely little partnership yeah, yeah. and but you know we're playing really well together mm. and you know we're passing it out from the back and all of a sudden it's gone lost, to panic stations. Lost our composure, and we keep change, we're changing. You know, whether it's misfortune of injuries or or Sam, but we mm. keep changing the back four every week. In fact, we keep changing yeah. Damien team every I week. I mean, the thing the thing that bothered me is they rested Demel against Palace because he can't play two games in a week or something. Um, and, and and to play him against Liverpool now it doesn't make sense to me because we've got better chance of beating Palace than we have Liverpool so put your best players in put your, your best starting eleven in for that one don't be resting yeah. players for the Liverpool game that's kind of that kind of annoyed me because I thought Joe Brown didn't have the best of games and that he, he looked slow that people were putting passes on him in, in front of him to run onto he just didn't have the pace for it at Palace yeah, yeah at Palace and, and Rat was Rat had a bad game he yeah. did he did to be fair he's injured again isn't he uh, his hamstring really and Downing as well I mean yeah. we've got Downing injured now who you know the budget for a striker went on downing and now he's out we are in injury crisis mode yeah. here it's tradition um, but I said we can't move on from this subject without James specifically mentioning Shamak he is on fire in the Premier League Woo! now two in two, two in two and he's got great hair great looks hair when he came out of Sellers Park I did see a tear <laughs> swirl around your eye that he wasn't wearing a West Ham shirt <laughs> <laughs> it was Are you a, happy a major you've disappointment. Proved, you've been proved right that he is a premiership quality striker. Are you His hair is so aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> that angle, you could, you know, yeah. you could at, send him to the moon. At half time, you turned to me and said, I'd love to fall asleep in his arms just once. <laughs> what did you mean by that? Well, exactly that. <laughs> just stroke my hair. He would, uh, he's, he'd be a selfish lover. Sorry, have yeah. I um, walked into the right podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Marion Shamak celebration gang. And no um, score. It's funny, actually. A few people would tweet me right before saying, Shamak, goal. Yeah. He's going to score 1 0. And yeah. it was so horribly predictable that he would yeah. he would score a rubbish goal. It yeah. was a rubbish goal. We shouldn't, you know, yeah. Nolan made a mistake. Oh, they got a corner. They kind of fluffed the corner up. 
yeah. and somehow we didn't mark it. I mean, it was a rubbish, it was dreadful a comedy goal of errors against a rubbish, dreadful Palace team, uh, and that's what hurt the most. Uh, no, but I say what hurt the most from what you were saying, Pulis, just the way the he sets teams effect. out, uh, and then like Spironi, we were on top uh, of them, pressing them hard. Spironi or Peroni? Spironi finds a problem with his net calls the lines run over so he wastes five minutes he's then messing with the net and oh just Pulis it always happens against the Pulises the Warnocks the Big Sams when he was playing against us these Mark Hughes of course when he's at Stoke these shitty managers Big Sam's not shitty um, these shitty managers they just know how to beat us and frustrate us it annoys the hell out of me it's so the worst matches I've ever seen either against Warnock teams or Pulis teams and usually a Tuesday nights in November or December (laughs) and so and just watching the I mean, I was in the second half when I stood there, just getting. I actually felt a bit sick with anger. Yeah. Because the way they slow down the match, and we you know, and and all of those little taxes, like like the, like the keeper checking the net and getting the lino first. Yeah. And then the ref, and then the substitutions, then walking off, and then fucking hamstring or something. It's I just get so furious. I can't yeah. even deal with it. Yeah. It's a anti-football it's everything I hate about those matches and the fact that makes it even worse is that we always lose to it yeah we do. We can't find a way around it. And he doesn't care. Pulis doesn't give a ah! shit. He just wants to frustrate you. Yeah. They've thought about these. It's, it's, we haven't got any players to play this game, but we can sure as hell send out a side that will stop anyone else doing so. Yeah. Um, Part the bus. Yeah. Do you know who said that to me once? Jack Charlton. <laughs> and name dropping there. Yeah. <laughs> England 1966 World Cup winner. What did he say? Uh, Have you parked the bus out? (laughs) (laughs) I was a bus driver at the time. He was actually recalling the the anecdote about the um, uh, the, the, the fourth goal in the 1966 World Cup final where... um, yeah, the ball drops to Bobby in the in the penalty area, and as um, as Jack Charlton put it, um, I, I think he said something along the lines of, "I politely invited him to dispatch the ball in the general vicinity of Rose Ed, yeah. although I may not have put it quite like that." And yeah. uh, so I said, "What did Bobby Moore do? He, said he brings the ball down, beats a player, yeah. plays the." F- inch perfect 40 yard pass in the path of Hurst yeah. and the rest is history yeah. said, that's the point at which I knew I'd never be any good at playing this game but I'd only ever be able to stop others doing it yeah. <laughs> the Pulis so, effect um, there you go. let's talk um, so let's talk about Kevin Nolan um, his substitution at Sellers, but I mean he's been getting a lot of stick recently <laughs> and I noticed that I, I bring it up while we're talking about Palace because he was substituted around about the hour mark and a lot of booze, a lot of booze for our captain. Same happening against Fulham, as we called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, Gordon, booing Nolan. Not something I tend to do. Um, booing our own booing players. Our own, it's not something I personally yeah. tend to do. Um, yeah, I suppose I can see the argument if you're going to pay 800 quid or whatever it is for a season ticket, you do have the right, I suppose, to express your, your anger. But, um, um, and... If I were the sort of person who booed people, I think um, Nolan hasn't performed this season. No, uh, at all. He's, I mean, mm. his his one saving grace in the past is the fact that he has chipped in with goals. Yeah, all the way through, and um, yeah, we're looking at uh, what's that classic phrase involving cows' backsides and banjos? Yeah, at the moment. he's missed a few good decent and, chances. Um, and it, it, the situation is that that, that he really wouldn't have been in the team on merit I, I can yeah, I, I can see a case for dropping him um, I can't see a case for picking him at the moment mm. um, 
there again we've got an injury crisis how many people yeah. have we got well he's um, suspended now is, yeah, he's, but, is, that, yeah. is that suspension timely James it feels like uh, good actually good timing good timing um, in a in an ironic way because I feel like it will take the pressure off him it means Sam doesn't have to make his, the doesn't have to drop him the big decision yeah mm. which feels like the, the conspiracy the theorists right could say uh um, well, it was I, mean, I think there is a. Um, uh, I haven't looked at the stats, but somebody did come up with the fact that um, it wouldn't be the first time that he's had Christmas off, shall we say? But um, I mean, uh, we, if we're moving on to Liverpool, um, I mean, I, notwithstanding the way he's um, he's playing at the moment, um, I did feel kind of. I, I could see why the frustration occurred because. Uh, uh, but it, he himself had been, you know, sort of taken. A, there'd been a few feet left in on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it happened three or four times. He was getting absolutely no protection from um, the referee, as you don't at Anfield. I mean, you know, it's, talk about refereeing, but you, mm. basically all normal, rational, sane laws get suspended yeah. when a referee walks into that place. And um, so, you know, when he did exactly what had been done to him three or four times, you know, yeah, it's got so red. It, it was, you know, so you could see, you could, you could see the yeah. frustration building up. I mean. Mm. Um, don't yeah. know if you guys have ever played it, played the game, but um, you know it. It is hard when you're out there, yeah. in whatever level of the game you're playing. Well, when you're getting kicked all over the yeah. place, and well, we've got some evidence there. of that. Surely, because James is walking with a limp, with a bad knee, bad knee, knees and he's bionically repaired. Yeah, right. so his career could be over. Ashton-esque, not yet. Um, before not yet. we move on from Palace, James, I know you wanted to talk about the Crystals because <laughs> um, you were a huge fan of them. Big shout out to the Crystals. I want to talk about the Eagle on the pitch. <laughs> In fact, there's a couple of things I want to yeah. talk about. One, like all the papers reporting how good the Palace fans were. Yeah, now, which I, is was expecting, I was expecting. I was expecting. What the fuck? I was expecting them to be really good because I've seen a few matches when I played on TV. And it's but really they've good. got a fucking And they didn't drum. sing until they scored, which was 43 minutes in. There was nothing until then, other than one corner. Yeah. Um, and then all the papers going, well, if support this good, what? What you what you support? About? What? There's like eight of them, and they have a drum. If you've got a drum, you're shit fans. Yeah. End of. And I'm certain that the first song they played as we walked out of the stadium was Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Pumpkin. I'm not sure about this. I'm certain. I'm it not was. subscribing to this. That's a celebration suspe- song. I suspect. <laughs> no, their celebration song. I, should, I suspect is um, uh, "Glad All Over" by the Dave Clark Five, which they decided to adopt, and they'll say, "Oh, it's our tradition," which is all of a few years old not me- not many years old yeah, but, but has uh, anyone who's seen um, Dave Clark 5 of course were noted for being the leading exponents of the 1960s Tottenham sound so mm, we'll yeah. make of that what you were but uh, on James's point about Itsy Beanie about it's, Timmy it, Miller it's no. Timmy Mallet you know if anyone who's seen Miracle 34th Street will know what's better the lie that brings a smile or the truth <laughs> that brings a tear uh, I like to believe that it was Itsy Bitsy Happy Christmas <laughs> Happy Christmas um, um, the eagle at the start yeah. made me laugh I just wanted to talk the eagle flying on the pitch <laughs> just made me laugh they had a, a full size eagle flying around the stadium yeah when it was like and it sat on the on the goalpost on the uh, on the crossbar and someone on uh, come made the point that it could have sat there all match <laughs> we wouldn't have hit it with a ball that's something about, that's something about Palace though I mean um, because like most of their supporters won't realise this because they all seem to be about two and a half but um, they're one of these clubs that you know they keep changing their colours and because um, they want to be trendy I mean I mean, yeah, the fact that they call themselves the Eagles, and that was just um, an announcement. Malcolm Ellison announced them. Um, no, no, we've got a new nickname now. From henceforth, we will call ourselves the Eagles. 
and up to then everyone yeah they were the glazes they still are the glazes as far as I'm concerned yeah. you don't pick a nickname you have one it, yeah. basically it's what I wonder you if they had a, like, an eagle knocking about then basically an eagle will look good on a badge so we stick an eagle on yeah. a badge then we'll call ourselves the eagles and, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's a little bit like yeah, when Paul Lintz walks into a place and says right you've got to call me the governor and everyone's going yeah right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise you'd have had yeah. to get the glazes so, down yeah. there every match to parade <laughs> 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 just a bit smelting can we answer whether Pulis uh, during a match rode around on that eagle well, over the pitch the rumour is that ta- the Pulis was aboard the eagle for, <laughs> to get a bird's eye view of the game like as a, it was in progress wearing his cap like one of the Nazgul in Lord of the Rings <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I don't want to talk about Palace and Pulis anymore. So I'm sick of them. Um, let's move on to <laughs> Liverpool away, crap club Palace. Uh, Liverpool away. Well, it's just after it's a year's anniversary of Maiga putting a ball in the net in any kind of level of football, uh, and we got done for one. James scrappy goals. I mean that ping ping pong uh, pinball defending for that first goal just shocking isn't it uh, I mean, we touched on it earlier but I mean we don't seem typical to, we either concede really good free kicks or really scrappy go- goals were so poor mm. they were also other than the Suarez third one which was you know Glenn Johnson nine times out of ten would have hit that into the stands uh, that's a great cross and a great header from Suarez but Three goals were just barely a good goal in the game, wasn't it? Awful. Mm-hmm. Rewind though, three minutes in, and um, in goes Flanagan in the back of Downing, and um, 15 to 20 stitches, and not yeah. a yellow card. Yeah. Referee does his job. We're playing a team, we're playing against mm. 10 men for 87 minutes there, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but there again, I mean, you know, silly, stupid, horrible, bobbly goal in off yeah. the mill, falls over no. himself and watches the ball yeah. go in. And, and that's I mean, that's what I mean, my thought of watching that was well, at least it's close enough to half time for us um, to, to, to regroup before we fall apart. Yeah, they, they score straight again. Yeah, I mean, two seconds after. Form yeah. Suarez is it Suarez's, and you can't really kind of argue with it. Um, but the timings of the goals is exactly the same against Palace, and mm. this is why one of my criticisms of Nolan, um, and I wouldn't boo him, I just like to put that out there, but one of the criticisms is that he lost it the ball just in the same position against Palace around the same time uh, and they scored from the resulting corner yeah. and again he lost it at the same place against Liverpool and they scored from it and it's just he should know better at that time you know it's yeah. coming up to half time you don't give the ball away yeah. you know it's basics really yeah and and we've been good at that in the past that's the annoying thing about it we've been good at those things um, we might as well just move on we've talked about the well, Liverpool just, just a, a brief aside that up to the goal um, I mean I thought it was pretty there were, there were spells mm. in that game that you know, where I thought well, actually we're knocking it about and we're playing quite well here yeah. and um, a Maiga header I mean what I mean, a save yeah, um, yeah, yeah I mean, if Maiga messed save. up that header he'd have scored in the irony is there so. um, and then there was a spell I mean after we got that sort of um goal out of nowhere um, mm. thanks Skirtle um, yeah for about 10, 10 minutes 10-15 ten, minutes after that maybe um, you know we were looking alright and we had you know, we had a few chances there mm. so I mean the trouble is it's all very well performing great for you know, 80 minutes if you have a 10 minute spell yeah. um, at any stage in the game mm. um, and where you concede um, then it's going to happen but yeah Maiga should have scored that other one, shouldn't he? That was, that was a 2-1. He yeah, had a chance for equaliser where he just didn't just seem to... Messed it up, yeah. 
Don't be caught out. Um, Shamrock would have scored that. <laughs> Deadly with that, with that moulet. Um, well, I mean, it's, so we've had... <laughs> Just lie on the space <laughs> of the floor and it'll hit his hair and angled in. Uh, um, so, OK, we, we lose that 4-1. Let's talk about what's going wrong. So, pressure's on Big Sam now, right, James? I mean, or Gordon? I mean, pressure's on now. What um, we gonna, he's got, has he just got Sunderland to sort this out? <laughs> um, I think the papers, I mean, they've, they've, you know, Joel's gone, so they're now looking for the next one. Who's next? So, yeah, who's on the chopping block? Um, it's, it's, you know, every paper you pick up is going to be, you know, sand pressure this, sand pressure that. Um, obviously, there are two people who, the only two people in the world who know are both called Dave. Mm. And, um, <sighs> There are rumours that we've already sounded people out. I don't know. Yeah, you know, this chap in um, Spain. Oh yeah, yeah, some guy Pell, that we've never heard of. Pell Mel, Pell Mel, yeah. something like that. Pell Mel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Space on a Monopoly board, community yeah. chest. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think they're um, my my personal view is I don't think that he is in trouble yet um, if we lose against Sunderland with, he's not in with, any danger with, with, I, I don't think he is um, no there's a debatable point whether that sh- should be or shouldn't, should or shouldn't be the case um, but I, I, and there's, I've got no you know, sort of backup justification for this it's just the vibe I get mm. is that you know, that, that yeah, well, Joel's gone, so the papers are, as I say, lining up left, right, yeah. and centre. And um, me, meanwhile, it. Dave and Dave just sort of you know, go about their business, yeah. and um, they'll do what they will. Yeah. And, um, um, James, you've got your finger on the pulse of uh, of sports rumour. Um, do you think there's there's trouble afoot? No, I. Well, no, I don't think I, I don't think there is. I think we've got an incredibly tough little run, and we should have been six points mm. better off, really. And, there's been some bad luck and I think some bad managerial decisions along the way, but he has had a run of bad luck. That yeah. is fact, with injuries uh, and decisions going against us, and there has been bad luck involved. But there's also been some bad tactical... Yeah. You know, we know we that the first bad, nine, yeah. we kept sticking with that when it wasn't working out. But I think that, you know, it's still so close... Yeah, there's still so many teams within reach of us, and a couple of wins. And Sunderland's obviously a big match, um, a point against Palace during, in the week, and we'd have been sat here going four points is all right. Yeah, you know it's just a shame that they beat us and they shouldn't have. So, and we never really expect to get anything about Liverpool against Liverpool, but maybe we would have ten men. So, the, and performances haven't been dreadful. That's for, the thing for forty-two to, minutes. Yeah. Uh, we were decent against Palace for 42 minutes we were pretty decent against Liverpool um, but we need to start taking our chances which we're not doing and my only main concern is that we're not showing the passion that I associate with Big Sam teams hmm. you know that second half against Palace we never looked like we'd get back in the game we and, and it's a fight yeah. out of ideas really and it's a fight is my main concern. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Um, if we get rid of Big Sam, uh, I mean, we've already talked about some of the rules. Who would we find acceptable? I mean, I, there's not there's not many decent candidates out there. I I myself wouldn't mind Redknapp. I wouldn't mind that as um, as I, mental as it sounds. But he's got a good track record, and I know. Um, I think it's um, Lee Clayton in the Daily Mail. He said uh, he he when we when we did that Billy Bonds piece, everyone was going, "Yeah, Redknapp's out. What Redknapp's this and that." And he just responded, "Well, I mean, you, when you look at the record, have Redknapp ch- achieved more? 
Harry Redknapp was a good manager for West Ham, and I think he did achieve more. But it's the way he went about it. Yeah. So okay, we'll put Redknapp to one side. James, well, I who mean, would you find acceptable? I don't. You know what? I actually don't really know. I don't know who I'd find acceptable. I think I feel like there's no option that I'd go. Yeah. You know, I know Hoddle keeps getting mentioned, and. Uh, you know, I can't imagine who would come in. Yeah, even Kerbyshire hasn't been in the game for so long. He keeps getting mentioned. Uh, I can't, I can't be. see who would come in and do a better job than Sam's going to do from here on. Yeah. with more experience and more knowledge of a yeah. of a struggle we're in. I th- and I think he's been unlucky. I just, I can't contemplate anyone but Big Sam. Going. I know people don't like him and they want rid of him, but I think he's the best thing we've got that's on the table. Because if he if he was out of a job right now and we like and we had no association with him. I think we'd snap him up, wouldn't yeah. we? And I, I can't see anyone. The other better. name that gets banded about, and um, I, 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 I float this name into the, um, purely for the purposes of discussion, without any endorsement on my part, is um, Decanio. Yeah. Um, Absolutely so, no way. Ha- it'd be mental. Um, I, I, funny enough, I, I wrote a piece um, the other day, um, mm. as, as one does when one's in a website. Um, other websites ask you to contribute, and I did a piece for uh, a Sunderland site. Yeah. And um, they said, "Well, what did you make of?" Um, of the Decanio episode up there and I said well no, I'm paraphrasing but I think the main surprise was that anyone was surprised yeah, how that, it went yeah. that combusted um, you know I mean even if you sort of mm. even, even if you hadn't thought that might happen at Swindon when it did happen at Swindon yeah. I mean the clues were there weren't yeah, they and, he'd, um, he somehow I mean the funniest bit of course was um, old, old Miliband sort of re- um, walking out in a huff saying oh you know I don't like his politics it and, turns out he's a fashion ha- ha- having a few months earlier Earlier, um, uh, penned a, uh, a, a, a sort of a eulogy to uh, a left-wing um, historian whose um, main theory was that uh, the Stalinist genocides were uh, were entirely justified because of the uh, you know, the ends justified yeah. to me. So um, it's great to have the great purge get a shout out on the New South Wales Brown West Ham podcast. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. I think that's the first time we've mentioned it. I'm surprised. Next economic theory with Romford. How many points are you down in ten minutes, James? Let me throw you this point. This, uh, I was talking right. to West Ham mate last night, and he said I'd rather be in League One with Decan than the premiership of Big Sam. Would you agree with that? Well, one, uh, about that statement, I don't believe you've got any mates. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, no. Nonsense. No. That is the worst... No. Mental, isn't it? That is why... I know. All of these people keep going on about how good the championship was because we won a bit. Oh, please. I mean, really? Mental. I can't abide that. I can't I, abide I, people I, saying that. It was hell. Sorry. You know what match the day you're on the football league show in Manish in that crime watch studio of his? <laughs> you don't, you're not on till midnight and then you're playing Blackpool away. You look like, it's, it's rubbish. I'm out. I don't subscribe No interest. That. Oh, we have to stay up. I'm not prepared to listen to that. I think else. we're meant to be loyal fans and we should show loyalty and stuff yeah. like this, the constant yeah. rating, things like the, the cheering when Nolan went off at Palace, I find a disgrace. Like, especially if he's one of the most popular players on the team. What are the other players going to think? They just think you're scumbags, really. You can't. Ex- you're not going to get people. You're not going to get behind your team, and you're not going to get your team fighting for you yeah. when that's your attitude towards. I think them. as I a football fan, as a football fan, you can't expect positive outcomes from negative actions. You can't sit there booing and berating people and expect them to come. Like you have to get behind your team. Is you're a supporter, so you support. That's what you do fundamentally. Yeah, I mean, if I'm chipping with a bit of uh, devil's advocacy. Um, uh, Th- there is the fact, though, that you know, you, you, eight hundred quid for a season ticket. Yeah. You go out there, and somebody is not performing um, to a level that 
I think I mean, let's let's be honest here. I mean, uh, Nolan's season he's had a rubbish season, really, yeah. um, and some of his performances have been below what I consider to be acceptable. Mm. Um, the fact is that until recently he seemed to be fireproof in the substitution department. Um, he certainly seemed to be fire until suspension fireproof in the selection department, and. You know, it, 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 it's like when you've got other players who are... I mean, you know, Noble wears his heart on his sleeve and he's out there every mm. week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, whilst, as I pointed out earlier on, I'm not one who, who tends to sort of boo and slate and all that, um, you know, I'll mutter something under my breath, maybe. Um, I, I, I think if you pay an 800 quid for a season ticket and you see somebody who... who I wouldn't say not trying because nobody doesn't try. I don't think. I think that's a, he's not performing but, well enough. But he's not performing well enough, and and yeah, you know, doesn't seem to sort of um, want to perform well enough. Mm. Um, well, then, he de- then, you deserve. Then, they deserve yeah, your abuse. I, I, I disagree. I disagree with people booing, but I'll defend the, their right who, to do so right. if, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, it does I make perfect sense. To, to but paraphrase. I think it's psychologically. Okay. I think it's. <laughs> it's and I, fact, I think just think it's. It doesn't. It's not going to make the team perform better. Mm. And that's what we're there to do, isn't it? Um, exactly. Before we wrap on this point about Big Sam, um, let's turn to the Stone said something interesting. He says, uh, My point is still that Allardyce wasn't really a choice that we made. We needed someone of his type, of his ilk, of his pig-headed stubbornness to shoo out all the shit from West Ham, all the nonsense and all the laziness that has been allowed to go on. He's moved us on hugely, but I still don't think we're quite ready to be released back into the wild yet. Yeah, I think he makes really good points on there, and that's a, he, there's yeah. a really good post he's done that mm. is kind of a lot longer than that. That's just a tiny bit of it. Um, saying that, for now, Allardyce is the best bet, and yeah. he's he's pushed us forward, uh, and we're in a little bit of trouble, yeah. but we're always in a little bit of trouble, and we yeah. should stick with him, and then, you know, in the future, then we can, once we've got a team to build on, yeah. you know, and a, and a backbone to build on, then we can bring in a more progressive manager. Yeah. That's his point. And the interesting thing I saw somewhere on Twitter, I think it was X, X Hammer Magazine, and tweeted, like, X Hammer Magazine, very anti-Allardyce, and they said that this is the worst football we've played under under any manager since Pardew. And I thought, well, what about Avram Grant? We played some yeah, terrible shocking stuff. And Zola, too, we were quite poor a lot of the time. Um, and Pardew, that's it, that his final six months, in the because I, I think he got sick, sacked, like, seven years ago today, uh, seven years ago, roughly, it was this week. It was December, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's some shock, we've played yeah. some shocking football. We're not playing yeah. that that bad. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, there's been a great uh, great thread in the on the Knees of the Brown forum recently. Um, West Ham fans seeming to delight in misery. The, the thread <laughs> title was, uh, Can You Imagine If We Were Good? To kick things off, um, the Lone Hammer said, I've been thinking recently about the fact that I'm, that I've been watching West Ham United for over 30 years, and for an awful lot of that time, we've been quite awful. Um, can you imagine if uh, if we were good, James? What would that be like? <laughs> we have a little spells yeah, of it. I, mean, I was there when it happened. The, the, the interesting <laughs> thing, I think, is like, I think the, the reason this was raised is you look at what happened to City. We and West Ham and City had very similar kind of trajectories. Trajectories, well, yeah. Trajectories and now, um, yeah, and now City have obviously spiralled into a global superpower. James, would you like it? Do you think if we were? A... I can't. I, it's what the point is made on there. Is I just can't imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympic Stadium. Youth of today. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've been there when we've won trophies, real ones. Not Come on, in it's how it counts. I've seen two <laughs> playoff play final. We yeah. are the champions. Yeah. The playoff final. We beat um, Real Sociedad, didn't we? Didn't we, didn't we win something? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what Bobby 
more cup that yeah. drank out pre-season. But um, um, so we were talking about uh, the, the thread kind of went on to shakes and um, up the junction, aka Graham Howlett said, "Well, we'll probably be sold within three years of going to Stratford, and you just know we're going to end up with one of those crap Arabs." Yeah. And Alden replied, "We need shake." and back to put our freshness <laughs> back excellent banter that is uh, a great line that is a good because line. for uh, uh, so if you don't know what shake and back is and I'm sure a lot of younger people won't uh, I know you should go on YouTube you're not that young <laughs> you should go on YouTube and look at shake and back essentially it was like this uh, carpet cleaner used to, and there was a song that when you put the shake and yeah, back yeah, and put the freshness back do the shake yeah. and back and put the freshness back and it's a like, little dance you do yeah. so the olden that is a cracking line. Yeah, respect, <laughs> respect, Golden. Uh, James, would you accept a shake coming in and taking over West Ham and frying money at us? Uh, <laughs> frying money at us and having success and great nights out. It's like what you say. It would be like, like we had it with Icelandics and look what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't a crap. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 in, in past um, employments, I've actually dealt with um, some, shall we say, minor members of. Um, Arabic royal families and you know, do some work from, and you know, you, for every um, multi squillionaire, you get the sort of um, you get the, the kid, the, fe- the feckless playboy yeah. um, prince who basically you know spends all his time in London and um, yeah. just living at Dorchester and. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, no, in our luck, we get the feckless one who isn't um, the uh, uh, the one in charge of the Kuwaiti National Investment Corporation, you know, mm. or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see what Graham means there. Um, um, I mean, wouldn't it be great? It'd be, the ideal thing would be almost like a has happened on a much smaller scale with Blackburn. If, if some sort of local chap made good. Um, yeah, became a Jack multi-squillionaire yeah. and, and bought the club he loved all his life. Then, I mean, yeah, Jack Walker sort of threw money yeah. at Blackburn, but it yep. was, a, yeah, it, yeah, it was in, his, a, in, a, in the right yeah. way. If, if somebody had come along and said, like, you know, Leicester, you know, can you throw mm. money at Leicester? And he said, well, no, they're yeah. not my team. And, yeah. you know, so, it, yeah, that would be the ideal, wouldn't it? Um, but, uh, and then I woke up. Yeah, we uh, live in hope. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, we, we've only got a couple of minutes right. left, so let's let's rattle through some predictions. Um, we've got Sunderland at home, Man United. This is the whole the entire Christmas period. Yeah. Is this right through to the yeah, that's up until wow, up New until Year. New Year's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so Sunderland at home, Man United away, Spurs away, Arsenal home, West Brom home. Uh, Gordon, how many points would you like from those five games? How many would I like, or how many do I think? How many do you get? think? Obviously, Spurs is a cup. Yeah. Oh yeah, Spurs is a cup. Okay, so ma- maximum of twelve. Um, three, six, nine, twelve. Let's have a look. Um, I think we will get six. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd like seven, but wow. I think we'll beat Sunderland and West Brom. Okay, um, interesting. We'll um, and Spurs in the cup. Spurs in the cup. Well, um, Sam's already sort of announced his intention that he wants to make a bit more of a game of it this time by putting in the kids. Yeah. So um, I, I, I suspect we'll probably lose that one, but I won't be too fussed because yeah. we can just turn around and say we put the kids out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, uh, I like the cut of Gordon's jib. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to nice. go, I reckon, uh, six. <laughs> six points. Six points. Yeah, six. And Spurs in the cup? I'm going big time. We're going to 4 nil. Spurs in the cup. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Away? Brilliant. Oh, yeah, easy. Is that done? Easy. Is that guaranteed? Easy. Guaranteeing easy. that? Yep, 4-0. So, we, we, we have seen the, the, the gag about Spurs, haven't we, after the uh, Man City game, about you know, calling the ex-wife because yes. she kicks off everything <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one um, ok I'm going to go for 6 points as well and I think we're going to lose the Spurs in the cup unfortunately but we have to get 6 points against those today in those games or it will be a rubbish Christmas for us all um, Gordon thank you very much for making your hat trick appearance thank you for having me um, how can people follow you on Twitter 
Um, uh, yeah, I suppose they can. It's a Twitter. I, I have a Twitter account, and I can never remember what it, was, what it is. I think it's at just come no K U M B yeah. no K U M B. I'm not a prolific twit. No, um, but, if, what, but if, what content there is is good. He so does do a lot of cock shots. <laughs> Yeah, if you want biting insights yeah. and, and stuff, then look at my Twitter account. Uh, but um, yeah. don't hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> and try and good luck finding it. Yeah. And uh, James, long as one, you, long as one. Thank you very much for uh, for being here. Um, yeah, James is on long as one. Graham Howlett is on K U M B D O T C O M. On myself, Chris Skull is on uh, C J Skull Skull with a C. And you can go on the Knees Up by the Brow forums as always, and the Knees Up by the Brow Facebook group, which is uh, an excellent resource. And they're running through. Um, <laughs> Archive news at the moment as a little kind of Christmas blast advent. from the past, blast yeah, from the past this month. So you don't want to miss that. Quite amazing, aren't yeah, it's good stuff. Um, we'll see you before Christmas, but let's hope that we've got something in the tank for Sunderland at home. Yep, come on, you need ice. it. Come on, you whites. Yeah.